friends, and welcome to All The Things TV, where we discuss full living and go-getting with the grace and gifts God gives. I'm Tiffany Jo Baker, and today I have back with me Laval Ezel. Hi, Val. Hello. So glad to have you back. Laval is a certified life coach, a sisterhood strategist, a motivational speaker, and someone who has created a movement called Striving in Sisterhood. She's gotten events and conferences, and we did a part one. And so if you missed it, you want to check that out because it was, I mean, we could have gone on forever. Right. So powerful. So many nuggets. Like I'm thinking, I always pull out quotes and I'm like, Ooh, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's one. So please go back and listen to part one. But today I want to talk to more about sisterhood and friendship <clears throat> as women and with full lives. Um, how do we you know, intentionally pursue and become who we need in our lives. Um, so let's start there, Lavelle. Um, yeah. You know, go-getter, full living women, multifaceted moms, you know, yeah. we have full lives. Um, you know, some of us could, could probably with unsuccessfully do life by ourselves, right? Because we want to control and we can just go, 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 do, do, do. And like, I don't right. have time to right. like teach someone or show someone or be with someone. So right. how do we intentionally build friendships and, and why? Okay. Let's start with the why and then let's go to the how. Okay. The why. Mm -hmm. I would definitely encourage every woman to start where you are. You know, some women... They have had bad experiences in the past where they've been hurt. Um, they don't, you know, so their trust in women is very low or, or non-existent at all. And so first thing that I always encourage women to do is start there. What, what hurts you? Um, what hurts you? At the end of the day, what hurts you? Be, be honest with yourself about what part hurts you. Because the other person, they may not know, they may not understand, but I think you have to open your heart first to really acknowledge that you were hurt. Mm -hmm. You have to start there and ask God to heal that place. Mm -hmm. So it really starts in your heart to say, you know what, this happened, this is what hurt me, and pray about it, you know, whatever you need to do to just acknowledge it. You don't even have to do anything with it right away. Mm -hmm. Just acknowledge it and rest in it. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're more afraid of admitting that certain things hurt us or something that someone said or they did or they didn't keep their promise. Mm -hmm. There are a variety of things. And then the other thing I will say is that even when there's a relationship, it's not just one person's fault or one person's situation. Yeah. So also ask yourself, what was your responsibility in the breakdown of communication? Um, you know, just, just examine it all and take on your own responsibility of where things went wrong or, or misunderstood. So yeah. there's a variety of things, but I would say definitely start there because if you don't deal with that, it's going to come up later. You'll be triggered in another friendship because you didn't deal with it. And so that's the first thing. Um, and the why, I would say, because we need each, as women, we need one another. And I'll tell you why. As we are being busy moms and we are pursuing um, to be great, to be, you know, 
an asset, it have impact in the world. You cannot do that alone. You cannot, I don't care who you are, you think you're superwoman, it's not gonna happen because in that journey, you have to have that camaraderie of women who are striving to do the same thing. And so when you have that camaraderie, it makes the journey a lot enjoyable. I mean, even in the hard times, you have another woman, you can say, you know what, this happened today or that happened today. And it's not that you're going to give up, but when you have that camaraderie, it, it says, you know what, this happens because your friend, if she's on that same journey, she's going to say me too. Yeah. It happened to me too. You know, it doesn't even matter. You know, life happens. And then when we have someone to share that journey with, it makes the experience so much more memorable, you know? And so that bond alone helps us to grow and, you know, I, God showed it to me as it being the journey of sisterhood, growing together in the process. So even, you know, Tiffany and I, we don't talk every day, but we have, we journeyed together. You know, we, we went our separate ways, but we've been, we still have the heart to be with one another. And even with friends, it doesn't have to be a person that you talk to every day. You just have that heart connection. You know that I know that if I call Tiffany and say I needed something or I needed her help, she's gonna be there. That was built 12, 13 years ago. And so just know that the types of friendships that God's gonna build, sometimes they're for particular reasons, seasons, and for certain purposes. It's you know, we think about this best friend that we call every day, and you know, she's gotta know my every move. You will have those friends, but you will have some that are just divine, mm -hmm. that is, they orchestrate certain things in your life, you know? And that's what, even with this connection with Tiffany and I today, this, even this conversation is for purpose, is mm -hmm. to build her confidence in what God is calling her to do. It is building confidence in what God is calling me to do. And we're collaborating. Mm -hmm. we're, we're on very similar journeys, but we're complementing one another in what God is calling us to do. Oh, 100%. And I love what the, body, uh, the Bible talks about. There are mem many members, but different parts. You know, right. some of us are hands, some of us are feet, some of us are eyes, some of us are ears, some of us are heart, some of us are mind. And it takes all of us to do what we were called to do. Like no one was created with everything they need to do all that God has called them to do. We it, it's, it, yeah, together. we connect in so many different ways. And so when you go into friendship, if you're looking for that camaraderie, Mm -hmm. The relationship is so much better. You know, in our society, a lot of people go into relationships looking to receive only. Yes. Yes. You talked about, um, you know, hurt relationships, hurt friendships and, and the struggle and what some women need to overcome. Do you find that unmet expectations are a big problem and a big part of uh, broken relationships? Yes, I, I would say so. Um, we haven't gotten to this part, but I would encourage all women to learn about the levels of friendship, because even when you meet someone, mm -hmm. take the time to go through each level. Okay. Tell us about the levels. Um, well, there's, there's four levels. We have the acquaintance. Okay. We have casual, we have close and we have intimate. Mm. Okay. So when you initially meet someone, of course, um, 
it, it's an acquaintance, you're meeting them for the first time. Hi, how are you? Just, you know, just the, the normal greeting, casual greeting. And then if you find yourself connecting with that one, that person and you have a little bit more in, in, um, in common and you have a little bit more conversation, so you're learning a little bit more about the person and you may see them occasionally, school, church, you know, and then it becomes to the next level. If you, if, let's say if you work with a person or you, um, your kids are on the same soccer team and, you know, there are seasons and years go by and you get to know them more on a casual basis. So, you know, general information about them and you're learning more about their life and learning more about yours. Most people stay at casual for years, mm -hmm. but what happens is that if we don't have enough interaction and enough communication and enough honesty and trust and those things and that casual level, we, we prematurely put them as close. Mm. And then that's where the, um, what did you say? You said the um, expectations. Yes. They are not met mm -hmm. because in our mind, we have an expectation that the other person hasn't committed to they haven't shown that they're trustworthy so you have to do life a lot more intentional and asking questions having communications you know there's a quote that says if someone shows you who they are believe them hmm. so if you see um attributes or behaviors that you don't necessarily agree with or um I'm not quite sure how to explain that, but you know, when you, when you see someone and let's just say promises were made for you to meet up and the person was a no call, no show. They're showing you that they didn't respect your time. They're showing you they don't respect enough um, or think highly of you to even call you and say, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to be there. Can we reschedule? It's just integrity. And if integrity is really important to you, the very first time it happened, then you should say, okay, maybe this person is not going to have as much as integrity as I expect. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, that, it's not to say that that person is a bad person. It, that just may be their weakness. And if that is something that's very um, important to you, you have to know what, what values you treasure and that you know that you need if you bring someone into a close relationship with you. Because in close, you both have a mutual understanding that we're, gonna, we're going to communicate as best we can. We're going to honor. We're going to respect one another. We're going to have integrity and we're going to protect each other. We're going to be able to talk to each other in their blind spots and we give each other permission to do that. So close is, is where you're building that relationship and you're helping each other to go to a next level. And if you, know, if you are a Christian and you're two Christian women and you have the same values, you're helping one another to build mm -hmm. um, because you have those same beliefs. Now, intimate is another, another level where you're actually allowing that person to hold you accountable. And that's another level that most people don't make it to. Because a lot of times we don't want anyone to tell us or, or to get in our face and be like, well, I thought you said that you're going to do this, that, and the other. Or hold us accountable. It, let's just say if we're a married woman and we have behaviors or we're treating our husbands in a way that is disrespectful to God, 
-hmm. and our husbands and our friends says, hey, that wasn't right for you to blah, 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 you know. And we're like, well, who are you to tell me what to do? You know, but it, <clears throat> it's supposed to be a standard that you held yourself to, that God is holding you to. And in intimate relationships, you both are able to speak into one another's life. If I get off in my journey, as far as integrity and being a woman of God, you can call me on it. And I'm, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm going to listen mm -hmm. to your advice because I, you know, and I'm saying, Tiffany, if you were to say that to me, mm -hmm. I trust the God in you that you would get me back on track. Because we built a relationship over time. I've watched you as a woman that, um, that walks in integrity with her husband. So I've seen the virtue in you that you've walked in it in yourself. And I know what the word, you know what the word says. So when you come to me, you're coming to me with a pure heart. Mm -hmm. There is no motive except you want to see the best in me. Mm -hmm. And it's not a selfish motive where you're judging me, but, but you're holding me accountable. And that, that is a tough place for most people because a lot of times we don't want people to call us out mm -hmm. on our wrong or, you know, it, it, it's tough. So even with women, it is very difficult to get too close and intimate. And even for myself, I've had to say, do I have, do I have, how many intimate friends do I have? Because that's a tough place to be in. But if you are walking to be the best woman that God has called you to be, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in the home, being a mom, uh, being an entrepreneur, being a speaker, you have to walk it out. So you have to make sure that you have people around you that is going to hold your feet to the fire yes. and make sure that you get, in the, you get to that place that God wants you to get. Yes, we need that iron sharpening iron. Yes, and sparks are going to fly. And sparks are going to fly. <laughs> that is so true. But I can totally see how knowing those levels of friendship, how that would give us a roadmap, number one, yes. on where we're at, and number two, appropriate expectations. Yes. Um, that's, I think that's so powerful how you did that. Um, are you writing a book about all this? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Because I was going to say, if you're not, you need to, because this is needed. This is yeah. really needed. But I think knowing those levels of friendship will help you. And the one thing that we didn't talk about that people will discover is that you have to have your personal boundaries. Mm -hmm. And in the close relationship, those boundaries are tested the most which lets you know if that person is, should be on the journey with you mm -hmm. towards close and intimate. Yeah. If they are not able to show those attributes in casual, yeah. then you, you have to have those boundaries up. And it's not your boundaries are not created for just one person. Mm -hmm. Your boundaries are created for everyone in your life. And if the person does not respect your boundaries, mm -hmm. then they're, they're not worthy to be in your life. Yeah. Because every person should have their own personal boundaries and we all have to learn to respect one another's boundaries in every relationship, all relationships. So it's just something that you have to practice in a daily, uh, in all your daily relationships. And the more you practice it, the more you'll become comfortable with that. And so when women, when women go through, you know, learning the levels of friendship, they start doing assessments. Mm -hmm. 
and having to reposition people that they thought were close and they're actually in, they're actually casual still. So that's the, that's a tough part because just because you've had a friend for 30 years does not even make you close. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's so true. Um, That's the hard part. I know one of your favorite verses is um, Galatians 5, 22 and 23, where it talks about the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yes. Which one of those are most important in sisterhood and friendships? Most important. There's, uh, I know. Like it's hard to pick, it's hard to pick one. But I'll say the one that I feel like is most important that don't really come natural for us is the self-control. Because when you're in friendship, sometimes there are things that are said and done that as women, we want to think that we have to respond to it. Like, I need to tell her. (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't. Right, right, right. And sometimes it's about the timing when you say it. It's not that you can't say it, but it's about timing. And a lot of times as women, we don't have the self-control to hold it. Um, I know for me, I had a friendship that we had some misunderstandings. On her end, I felt like she didn't communicate things to me. On my end, I'm like, did I miss something? (laughs) Because I'm like, you didn't say anything. You didn't tell me, you know, what was going on for me to help as a friend. And so one of the things that I learned in that situation that she shared with me after the fact, she waited a while before she even brought the situation to me. And she said, you know what? She said, I've been dealing with this for a while. She said, but I prayed about it. I prayed about it. I took, it to the, I took it to God because I didn't want to ruin, like the way that she was feeling, she said if she had brought it to me right away, she, it would have probably destroyed our friendship because she would have been responding out of her emotions. Mm-hmm. And so she said, I didn't even bring it to you until I let God deal with my heart mm-hmm. about the situation and what was going on on my end. And after I prayed about it and he gave me my peace, then I still needed to address it with you because I value our relationship. And I was thinking like, oh my God, like that was such (laughs) self-control. Yeah. So I've actually received where I saw that the person valued the relationship so much that they wanted to make sure that they approached it Mm. properly. Yes and not just out of their emotions. So I feel like women, that's something that we have to intentionally practice to say, you know what, I do have this concern, but I'm not gonna address it now while I'm very emotional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me stop myself. You know, how many people do you know that actually have done that? (laughs) Very few. Very few. Very few. So So it's one of those things that, those attributes, if you, if you apply them in your friendships, those relationships will bloom and blossom. They're, I'm not going to say they're not going to have hard places because they will. But when those hard places come, we are able to bond in that friendship even stronger because we went through those hard places. Yes. Yes. And that's really what you want to look at is that 
can I communicate with my sister on a level that we both have an opportunity to speak, share our emotions. I can be honest with you and you not be like, I don't care how you feel. This is how I feel. So you have to be willing to listen. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to push through the uncomfortable conversations and that's self-control. So I would say that's probably the one that's hardest to do. Yes, that's so good. I, I also, I talk about in the form of marriage relationships, but it's the same thing here is if you have something that you need to share or say has to be packaged in a way they can receive. Yeah. And so that's where the self-control comes in. So it's the timing, it's the way you do it. Um, because if it's not done right, not that you're responsible for their response, Right. But we have control over how we share it. So it's easier for them to respond well. Yeah. So. And I even tell single women is that your friendships are preparing you for marriage. hundred percent. Because those relationships are so similar <laughs> and you need those same, um, those same experiences as far as communicating and understanding and timing when you address things. And those, those, Female relationships that you have, if you're a single woman, please work on those. Mm-hmm. You know, use your friends to practice. I actually tell one of my other friends is that she's single and I'm like, I'm preparing you for marriage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because all of these attributes you are going to need. And if you're a single woman, you need to practice these so much so that by the time you get to marriage, you're ready. Yeah, you're ready. <laughs> Oh my goodness. This has been so amazing. LaValle, thanks so much for coming and and sharing again. It's just been so, so good. And I'm so excited for your book. So I would love to talk more about that um, because that is just so needed in our relationships. Well, I appreciate you having me. Um, I'm just excited for us all. I'm looking forward to seeing more episodes from you. Thank you. I appreciate your your support and your love throughout the years. It really has meant Yes. You are truly a sister that I have have never, never forgotten. We had a connection that is so special Mm -hmm. and I appreciate the fact that God connected us. Amen. Amen. It has been a gift. Yeah. Well, friends, thank you so much for being a part of All The Things TV. I'm Tiffany Jo Baker, helping you fuel and fulfill your faith journey through the ups and the downs. Now go do all the things that you were created to do with the grace and the gifts he's given you. Thank you.